Okay, let's start our discussion of this year's Parshas Miketz and Shabbos Chanukah. Tavshin Ayin Dalid. Uh, first couple of thoughts. Uh, we'll start with a, one little one about Chanukah, and then we'll have a few about Parshas Miketz. We can't forget about the Parsha. And then we'll end with two or three thoughts getting back to Inyane Chanukah. So we'll start off with a thought from the Elohe Moadai in source number one, where he discusses the Machlokas Beishamai and Beishilel, you know, the famous Machlokas regarding uh, how many candles one needs to light on on the Chanukah? Beishamai saying <coughs> on the third level. Again, level one, everybody agrees, one candle per family. The second level is one candle per member of each family, and the third level, Mahajram and Mahajram, is that we light Keneged the nights themselves. Beishamai saying we go from eight to one, eight the first night, going all the way down to one the last night. While Beishilel, what we hold is we go from one to eight. The various reasons given in the Gemara, even an illusion. One of the reasons that Hanukkah is called Hanukkah because <coughs> Hanukkah stands for Chesneros v'Halal. One of the uh, allusions to the name of Hanukkah. So related to that, on a hashkafic, hashkafic level, says the Elohim Moadai Yadua Mufresemes Machlokosim Shal Beishamai Beishilel. It's known the Machlokas whether you go one to eight or eight to one. Machlokas Zu Amar of Tzadik of Simcha Bunim Miparshischa Rabbi Bunim. Maybe on a more hashkafic, drush level, you could say Bishamay and Beishilel are arguing about what the greatest way, the greatest strategy, <coughs> how to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How do we fix our actions? How do we get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Bishamay says, Poches v'holech. What is Poches v'holech? You get less. You remove. What does that mean? First, I have to be mafchis myself. First, I have to remove the stains, the problems, the surmeira. That must be my first focus to remove. After all, how can you go to go to a mikvah holding a sheretz? As Chazal give the give the mashal. So first is the poches. Poches. You have to get less and remove the problems, and then eventually you get to the asetov. Basil says, no, just jump in. Asetov. Do the extra mitzvahs, the extra learning. Mosifaholich, the language of Beisilel is. Yes, it means one to eight, but on a deeper level, it means just jump in, be makabel, to do more more mitzvahs and more maizim tovim and more tzarchi tzibur. And in that way, that's how we can light up our lives. Mosifaholich or pochisvaholich, two different <coughs> different drachim of avodas Hashem. Bishama Beisilel, we can obviously take the messages from both, but we pass them like Beisilel, meaning just. Go for it, and hopefully along the way, the stains will be the stains will be removed. Okay, that gets us off into Shabbos Hanukkah. But now let's get back to Parshas Miketz. Parshas Miketz starts off, as we know, with Yosef Atzadik stuck in jail. I might have mentioned this last week; I don't remember, but as we mentioned once a year, the one-line thought relating to Vayeshev and Miketz isn't it interesting that Vayeshev Yosef Atzadik starts off on top of the world. He gets a special coat from his father, and he feels great about himself, 17-year-old, and at the end of the parasha of Ayeshev, he's sitting in jail. All the way up to all the way down. And in case we have just the opposite. Yosef starts off in jail, he's sitting there all by himself, lonesome, and the end of case he's the viceroy, he's all the way up. So what happened? Vayeshev, he starts up and goes down. case he starts down, he goes up. Explain the Bali Musar. Vayeshev, Yosef is busy telling people his dreams. He's busy letting everybody else know his dreams. Miketz, he's starting to interpret 
other people's dreams and help other people with their dreams. If I spend my life telling everybody else what I want to do and I'm focused on myself, I start up, but I'm not going to go so far. Once I start focusing on others <coughs> and I start helping out others with their dreams, so then it could be a me case. It could be I could start off in jail and I could end up on high. Maybe we could get to a very high level. So that's a one-liner relating to Vayeshev and Mikates. If you ever have to, a lot of Shab, a lot of Shabbos, uh, not Shabbos, Hanukkah parties one goes to, it always has to be filled with different Torahs. That's a good one-liner that one could just put in if you need, uh, you need to get one in there. Okay. Beginning of Mikates. Vayehi Mikates Shenasayim Yamim. It was at the end of two years, and Paro has a dream. The end of what two years? doesn't say. It just says the end of two years from when. The Torah is not explicit. But we know, we have to look back <coughs> to the last Pasuk in last week's parsha to fully understand this. The last Pasuk in Vayeshev that Yosef asks the Saramashkim, please remember, remember who interpreted your dreams. And the Saramashkim did not remember. He forgot Yosef. Says Rashi at the end of last week's parsha, and this was the two years Yosef has been sitting in jail for two years. Says Rashi at the end of the parsha, the Saramashkim did not remember Yosef that day, and he forgot him afterwards. Since Yosef put his bitachon in this Egyptian butler, the Saramashkim, his punishment was to sit in jail for two years. And that's why, the Sibzacham says, that's why, because it says, the Pasuk at Tehillim, Ashrei HaGever, Asher Sam Hashem Miftacho, praised is the person who puts his bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Velopana El Rahavim, and he doesn't turn to the Rahavim. Who are the Rahavim? Chazal say those are the Egyptians. Those are the Mitzrayim. Don't rely on the Egyptians. Rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Velopatach HaMitzrayim, Shakruyim Rahav. Based on another Pasuk in Yeshayah. So this is the Chazal. Our beginning of our parsha, Mikach Shnasayim Yamim, is connected <coughs> to the begin, the end of last week's parsha that Yosef was in jail. And the Shaila is the question that is asked by many Mepharshim is, was this so bad? Was this so bad what Yosef did? It merited that he was going to sit in jail for two years. He's sitting in jail. Shouldn't somebody try to get out of jail? Baruch Hu maybe gives him a lifeline. Sends him a person going out who he has a good relationship with. So what, what do you mean he wasn't a Babi Tachon? We're faulting Yosef? He wasn't a Babi Tachon. That's what the, the Pazak sounds like. What does Rashi say again? Ashri Agevashar, Sam Hashem Miftacho, praises the person who puts his trust in Hashem and not in the Rahavim. So it's Mashma that Yosef was not a Babi Tachon. Yosef Atzantik. Yosef who mentions HaKadosh Baruch Hu in every other sentence of his life, even when he's talking to the Mitzrayim. How are we supposed to understand that Yosef was not a Babitach. Says the Chazonish in Emuna Ubitachon, his little country, his little Sefer, written about this topic in Perak Beis. Source number two. Says the, says the Chazonish. Im ki ikare habitachon mechovas halev u mistafim imenu mitzvah maasiyos. The ikar bitachon is inside, is in the heart. 
Bitachon, having trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but there are ramifications in the world of action, in the Olam HaMa'aseh. Bechova shel minia mi pu'ulos neged chavero, yesh bozegam gedarim bi pu'ulos shel ishtavlus habuteres. The key in the world of bitachon, says the Chazonish, is the balance between bitachon and our own hishtavlus. And that's a very delicate balance. Vilifamim habitachon misnaged lehishtavlus. Sometimes Avibitachon goes against human action and human trying to do something myself. Vaoser and Saim Yuchadim. Proper Bitachon sometimes says, well, you have to have Bitachon, but you also have to do a little bit yourself. But other times, Bitachon is, I can't go further because that would reflect a Choser Bitachon. Again, somebody sitting at home and saying, I'm waiting for bread to fall from heaven. So that's a lack of ishtavos. That's a lack of doing what I need to do. But sometimes, like the Chafetz Chaim used to have a store, and he kept the store open until he had enough money for the day, and then he closed the store. That's it. I have bitachon. I have what I need. Now other people could open their stores. Now I'm going to home to, to write the Mishnah Says the Chazonish, it's a delicate balance of how much a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants from us actively, and what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us to say, the rest is up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I did my Hishtavlus. I did what I could do. Now the rest is up to Hashem. Vehine. Nishayavnu ladun b'machshavaseinu kol pu'ula. And well, he's not taking a stand on more or less. He's just saying this is the issue that every person, Basher Husham, has to deal with. <coughs> Says the Chazonish, we are obligated to think about every action beforehand. If it is warranted, and this is the key to understanding Yosef Atadik's mistake, according to Chazal. Chazal Chazal Right, the two words that Yosef says at the end of last week's parsha. Please remember me. So what does that mean? It was a zilzul and bitachon, but Yosef wasn't a bal bitachon, and he said these two words. He got two years. Says the Chazanish, no, of course not. Yosef was a bal bitachon. The mistake was in this delicate balance. He knew everything was from Hashem. Of course he did. And he knew Hashem was going to take care of him in some way. But Chazal, on the level that Yosef was at, and who he was talking to, felt that this was not the proper lines and the proper path that Yosef should have pursued. Yosef knew that. Everything is from Hakadosh Baruch But because, as we know, in we don't wait to, for bread to fall out of heaven. He said, "This is my ishtavus. What I have to do? I have to daven, but I also have to have my ishtavus." The problem is, what was the ishtavus? He asked somebody who was known coming from a nation that they are not trustworthy in this area. They are not makertov. They are rahavim. Not, they, they're people who we cannot trust in. They brought us to Mitzrayim and then they were mishabed us eventually. So Chazal realized this, is, this was not the bitach, this was not the hishtavos Yosef. 
that you should have done. And that's on his level. This was inappropriate. In Roy Hamaisa Azerakwi Dogiyush, Bahamayush Osa Komashiakala Dvarmara Kokimikoto Ellis. Aval Ain Laboteak Lasos Kemo Ela not to do this type of action. The Kavanas Khazanov skipping Alapula Balami this Bitachajo Yosef Khalila. It wasn't any knock on Yosef's Bitachon. He was a Babitachon. The problem was in the balance. And sometimes it's hard to know the balance. But again, we have to do the best we can in terms of the Ishtablus, in terms of staying later at work, getting a higher position at work, versus spending uh, other values in life. We have to know exactly the balance uh, to find for ourselves and our family. So that's the Chazonish giving us an insight into what Chazal meant by Yosef's measured level. There has to be a measured level of Ishtablus versus Bitach. A related point, a related point uh, to this is something that came up actually in the Dafyomi a couple of years ago. The Chashuki Chemed of Zilberstein in Meseches Nida deals with this issue of Bitachon versus Ishtablus, and he talks about Yosef in the context of the following Shaila. All the Vaharevnas, the same authors, become a very popular Sefer with all the uh, halachic practical issues that come up. Shaila, source number three, it says of Zilberstein. There was a very poor man. With a little few prutos that he has. And he buys, he buys his Shabbos needs every Friday. One night during the week he has a dream. He has a dream and in his dream he sees lottery numbers. For the lottery, for the major jackpot that's going to be picked on Sunday. He has a dream Wednesday night. And he sees in his dream, he's picking the winning lottery numbers. The Gaukashahikita, when he wakes up, which is a chedish, he remembers. He remembers what the numbers were. And the question Rev Silverstein is asked is Am I, says the man, allowed to be same and minimize some of the expenses I'm going to spend on Shabbos, on my COVID Shabbos, because I want to be able to have enough money to buy a ticket on Sunday, because I, I know I'm going to win. So am I allowed to do that? Is that bitachon? Is that hishtablus? Is it that, well, if Hashem wants to give me the money, so then he'll give me the money a different way. I'm not, I'm not reneging on my, on my chalas, on my, on my chalit. On the other hand, Maybe Akadosh Baruch Hu is saying, "I'm sending you a helicopter and a, and a, and a boat, and I'm sending you. I'm giving you the dream. It's like a nevuah. It's all chalamaisa. So that's why we need the big guns, right? Baha ishvishal and muter leilit samseim maat bekniyas sarchi ashabis ula mashal lo legros dagim. He's going to skip the fish this Shabbos. Amanashi Charlie Mamon the rechishas kartis agrava. So we might say, okay, what's the big deal? He'll skip it, but one is not allowed to. Bittel Kavit Shabbos. Kavit Shabbos is a mitzvah Rabbanan at least. Maybe part of the mitzvah Daraisa of Kiddush. Right? To be Mechabit Shabbos, to sanctify Shabbos. So is someone allowed to not spend the money that they usually spend on Shabbos because of this dream that they had? And then he says, maybe, just the opposite. If I don't spend, if I spend the money on Shabbos because of Kavit Shabbos, I'm going to be more upset on Shabbos. So the whole point of Kavit Shabbos is going to be ruined. Because the point of Kavit Shabbos is to put me in a good mood and make me happy, but I'm going to be in pain that I had to spend this money on Shabbos when I know I could have bought a lottery ticket on Sunday and become a millionaire. So what do I do? 
V'yim kein line seven. Ulai muter lidchos ksas is covered a Shabbos averzos. Maybe because of that purpose, I should push off and not spend the money on Shabbos. Like we know, the halacha is in Shulchan Arach. Let's say somebody is pained by eating. It hurts them to eat. They don't have to eat so much on Shabbos. Because that is something that that is is not allowed. Are you allowed to cry on Shabbos? Like the Shulchan Aruch talks about if it, if you uh, if it, a person will <coughs> feel better afterwards. But either way, what do you say in this case? Again, bitachon versus ishtalos, and it comes up all the time. Ramosha Feinstein's tshuva we mentioned a couple of years ago in the shiurim regarding life insurance. Also, bitachon ishtalos balance says the chashuke chemer of Zilberstein tshuva. It is an ikar in our emuna. I'm in source number four now. Right? A person, nothing happens in this world unless it's nigzar from above. Unless Hashem has decreed it. If I'm supposed to get a certain amount of money, I'm going to get it somehow. Even if my life <coughs> doesn't take me in that direction, Hashem's going to make sure I get it. The Kabbalah says in Beitzah that our yearly income is katsuv on Rosh Hashanah for the year. Except Shabbos and Yad of Expenses comes off the top. That right? doesn't count. Maybe tuition also. The Gemara has, according to one Girsa. But that's, that's the Gemara in Beitzah. We have to do our Hishtavus, but we should know that our Hishtavus does not have any direct effect on what we're supposed to do. There has to be a certain level of Ishtavos done, and then Mimela, we will get what we receive. There's a story of the Panovich Sharab. I had re- written, I'd read the story, and then last week, I met somebody who was told this story by the Panovich Sharab. Panovich Sharab one time came to America collecting funds for the Panovich Yeshiva, and he has a trip, and he goes to different places. It was a poor, very poor trip. Very poor. He hardly made anything. He comes back, and everybody says, how'd you do? How'd you do? I said, I, don't, I, I, didn't, I didn't get much. They're like, you still look very happy. You still look... says, well, I don't understand. He's like, I did my Ishtavos. Once I do my Ishtavos, he says, that's it. I don't have to do anymore. The next day, a big donation comes in from South Africa. The person who heard this from the Panavich And the Panavich says, I'm not surprised. I did my Ishtavos, and we got the money. What, my Ishtavos is directly connected to the, to the donation that comes in? No. I did my Ishtavos... There has to be a certain, you know, level, like Rosh Baruch Hu sees, then I get what I'm supposed to get. So it says of Silverstein, we, in this case, if the person is supposed to get the money, he's supposed to get the money. And that, you'll see what he's going to pass in at the end. But along the way, he starts talking about Yosef HaTzadik. And he quotes a fascinating conversation between Rav Chaim, Rav Chaim Brisker, and Rav Shimon Shkup. Line 9. Ukemoshim Esafram Shur, Rav Chaim Brisker, Shal Pamas, Gorn Rav Shimon Shkup. He asked Rav Shemitzkov. The Medr says, as we have been talking about, because of the two words that Yosef said, Nitosviflo, he got two extra years in prison. Asks Reb Chaim, Reb Shimon, Reb Chaim asked Reb Shimon, what if he would have only said one word? He said two words, so he got two years. What if he would have only said one word? So Reb Shimon said, Pashtus, one year. Two words are two years. One word is one year. Says of Chaim Brisker now. Not, that's not what I think. Line 15. Kein adavar. Kilo kein adavar. ramhamachas. If he would have done it once, it could be that was the established that he was supposed to do. And that he wouldn't have had any years.
It was just that, like the Chazonish says, because it went beyond, so this is what, this is the onus. It wasn't one per year. No. If we do the proper established, then we get it. If we go beyond, the Rebbe might say, for on the level that Yosef was, that's none. If we would have only said one word. Once he says it twice, that reflects that even the first time it was he really thought it had something to do with him and not just a chovas established that he has to perform and fulfill and that was the problem. And that was the problem. And then he quotes the Chazonish. But either way, we get back to our issue. What do you say in this case? He paskins, he should not save the money for the lottery ticket because you have a vada, you have Kavit Shabbos here, he has a mitzvah, so he has a dream. How many dreams come true? How many? How do you know this is a real level of nevuah? How many people think about winning the lottery and they don't win the lottery? It does not say in the end what happened. It does not say if he remembered his numbers still and I think it would have said it. But either way, it says that he told him that the Kodesh if he wants to give you the money, he'll give you the money a different way. You don't have to worry about that. If you think that it's your Ishtalus that's going to do it, you know that's a problem. That's a problem too. Also, just this, the same Rub last week told me about the Panavich Rub, which is another one. He spent a lot of time about a certain Gvir, a certain um, benefactor, and the benefactor gave him a check. He put it in his pocket and he didn't look at it. And he got him back into the car and he still did it. He said, aren't you going to look at it? He says, no, whatever it is, it is. This is what I got. I did my Ishtalus. I got his Baruch gave me what I need to get. Unbelievable. Anyway, Hishtablus, Hishtablus and Bitaka. It doesn't mean that we're not allowed to look at the check if we get a check. But that is the Emunu um, Bitaka. Okay, moving right along. <coughs> Continuing in Parshas Mikates, one of the most emotional Parshios that we have, one of the only Parshios, if not the only one, that ends on a cliffhanger. Ends in the middle, what's going to happen? If we've never. If we don't appreciate it, because we know the story, but if we would just read Mikates and try to get into the story, like we're supposed to do every year, it's like, then now, Mikates ends, ends on a cliffhanger. What's going to happen with Binyan? Perak Membez, Pasach So what do we have? The brothers come back after meeting Yosef. <coughs> and they come back to Yaakov. They tell him the whole story, and they open up their bags, and they realize their money is still in their bags. And they say, I... What happened here? They're all scared. What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do to us? Pazach Haftes. Yaakov Avihem They come back to Yaakov. Vayagidu lo es kol hakoros osam lemar. They tell him everything that happened. Kol hakoros osam. Everything that occurred. Unusual Russian. Koros. Kol hakoros osam. What does that mean? Koros. So the Medrash in the Yalkut Shimoni, if you look in source number five, Yosef the Chemi Kornitzer quotes the Yalkut Shemoni right here on our Pasik. What does Koros mean? Malamed Shahayudvarim Kashin Alehen Kikoros. It was so difficult. They were going through such a difficult time, like a Korah. Like a board? Koros are heavy boards. So it was so difficult for them, like like boards. What does that mean? Kala Korososa. Vidvarim Shorech Biur. My boy, what, the, what does the Pasuk mean? What do the brothers mean? And why? Maybe Koros just means happenings. Mikre. Chazal Darshadavka. Koros. Boards. It's heavy. So it says of Yosef Nechemi Kornitzer. Vahanira. Kavanas Chazal Bazen. Now let me explain what I think Chazal mean. Ki ha'ish. 
Asher libo tamim imelokav. If somebody is tamim with Hashem, v'yamin kemeitolo teitzi haros, like the pasuk says in Eicha, yisvach v'yisurim amarkin. When we have difficulties that come from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and we are tamim in our emuna, we realize Hashem has His reasons. For whatever reason He has, Hakadosh Baruch Hu has His reasons for giving us the great times and giving us the difficult times. Line ten. Shagama onesh uach tova chesed. That's what David HaMelech says. David HaMelech right, did not have the easiest life. He probably had more, one of the more difficult lives in, in the entire Jewish history. Not too many people have their children, Amnon and Tamar. Not too many people have their son trying to be more bamalchus on them. Not too many people have the first half of their life, you know, trying to be assassinated by the king. You know, it's not a simple life that David HaMelech had. And what does he say? Ach tova chesed your defuni kol Ach tova chesed. That's it. Tova chesed. I know it's all from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So if somebody has that attitude, whenever they're going through difficulties, there's a certain hashkafa that they have. Because there's really two types of hashkafas that one can have in this situation. Let's see line eleven. Al kain to shalem kabasi amida kenegad mida l'man yisora adam limso achid asher asiv esro l'sakno. Okay, we always know that everything something is from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When something difficult happens, we realize Hashem is talking to us. And we can't ask why, but we can ask what, what does Hashem want from me in this situation. Amnam line 17. But a more difficult hashkafa of hashgacha applies in certain cases where somebody feels so distant or is so far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that it's not directly from Hashem, but it's what we call what seemed to be during World War II, just as an example, regarding the entire Jewish people, Hester Panim. Not so much HaKadosh Baruch Hu directly, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu letting the forces, without looking, and sometimes we feel that way. Sometimes it's easier to feel it's directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but sometimes we feel we're just left. We're left out. That's what the brothers were feeling. It was so hard even for the Shifteka, what they're going through. They already lost a brother. Obviously, it was their fault. Now they have another brother. They're going to have to give another, and then the money is back, and... They're just trying. They want to do tshuva. They don't know what to do anymore. What do they feel? They feel heavy like koros. What is koros? Mikra. It's just happening. It's, it's not, they didn't feel it's directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was the pain that they were in. When a child feels abandoned by a parent, it's so much more painful than getting rebuked and punished by a parent. Because at least there's a relationship in the earlier case. In the latter case. That's exactly what Chazal read into this Pasuk. Is it possible that these Shvatim Yitzlu call Gilguli and Yonim B'Mikra? They say Koros. Koros is like Mikra. It just happened. It's the opposite of Ashkacha. It's what Amalek believed. Is it possible that the Shvatim uh, thought that? But that's how they felt. That's the depth of the word koros here. They felt there was Hester Panim on them. They felt so distant. 
They felt so distant. Line five, Shaftu Ba'atzmam. They thought about their selves. Ainze and Mazbiki and Bavadai Heru Maseim. Our actions were so evil, so bad. That is what the Pasuk means, and that's what he says at the end. We know deep, deep down everything is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But this is what they felt, and that's why they used the Lashon of Kal HaKoros. We have to know, as hard as it may be in some situations, personally, nationally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always with Am Yisrael. Okay. Moving right along. So what happens? They come back to Mitzrayim again in Parak Mem Gimel, towards the end now, and they bring their beloved Parak Mem Gimel, Pasik Lamid Dalid. The last Pasik in Parak Mem Gimel, <coughs> they bring Binyamin. Is your father still alive? Yes. They bow down. Is this the, is this the other, the other boy? Yes. Fayyamar Yosef, Yosef quickly. Right, runs and he starts crying. Interesting to look at the three times, the few times that you, what caused Yosef to start crying? He heard them fighting about the Mechira, he started crying. He sees Binyamin, he starts crying. And he can't hold himself back. Fayyachaspanav, he washes his face, he pulls himself together. Fayyachaspanav, he goes out, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Fayyachaspanav, he lines them up at the table. And what happens? He gives Binyamin a big portion. We spoke about that a few years ago. Vayishtu vayishkaru imo. And they drink and they get drunk together with him. Vayishtu vayishkaru imo. What does Rashi say? Vayishtu vayishkaru imo. Umiyom shemachruhu loshasu yain. For the past 22 years, they have not drank. Velohusha sayain. And he hasn't drunk wine. They haven't drunk wine all the years since they did what they did. And Yosef hasn't drunk wine. Until this moment. Right now, they're all back together. Baruch Hashem. They're all drinking wine. It's a big party. Because they're all drinking. They're all back together. You can read this Rashi a hundred times. But if you think about it, it's a big question. Yosef could drink wine because he knew he knew the, the other brothers were with him. But how were they drinking wine? They didn't know anything yet. What were they drinking wine for? They didn't drink wine since the, since the Bechira. So why did they start now? Why were they drinking? Two suggestions. One from the Sfasemes. Source number six. Says the Sfasemes. Vayishtu. There's a double wash on here. It says Vayishtu and Vayishkaru. So just on, you might say Pashib Shah. Says the Sfasemes. They drank, they drank a little bit. They just drank a little bit. He gave them a cup of wine, a little bit. But automatically it turned into Vayishkaru. Why? Because their bodies weren't, weren't used to it. They used to drink much more, but they hadn't drunk in decades. They drank a little bit, they were gone. They didn't mean to get drunk. That's why they, they were going to drink a drop. Just the, the Melech gives me, uh, give me a little drink. I'm going to drink a little bit. But then they didn't realize how it affected them. Similarly, says the Sfasemes, that's what happens in the story of Noah. After the Mabel, he comes out. He drank what he had been used to drinking a year ago, before the Mabel. Ella, but he didn't realize. Things have changed. 
the osa kamos yayin the wine that he used to drink beforehand, you know, he couldn't hold it anymore like he used to. And therefore it changed. That's one shot. They, in Nachanami, by Yishtu, they drank a little bit. They were doing that because of Kavan Malchus. But then by Yishkuru, happened Mamela. Says the Maharal, a different shot. Maharal, in his commentary on Rashi, in the Gur Aryeh, he has a different idea. Again, the question is obvious. Kasha, Dolama Shasu Achshav, it's difficult to say it was just because Yosef, who was the second viceroy, they drank. Right? It says that they didn't drink at all until today. Mashmah, they didn't have any exceptions. So why would this be an exception? They could have told him, you know what, we really we don't drink. You know, we'd really not, you know, we were, we're still, it's been a couple of decades, but we're still in mourning for our brother. I mean, that wouldn't have been so crazy. So, I don't like that pshat, says the Maharal. So he says, V'yesh Lataritz. Line 7, I think this is the pshat. Ki hoyu matmiyim, my hoyu Yosef Rotzeh. Shu sar v'chashuv, et molech zikotonikim eraglim v'yachshav shosi imanu. Says the Maharal, you think about the brothers there were so many, and Rav Nevedzal has an article about this as well, there were so many hints that Yosef was dropping to the brothers. Throughout the time, it was just, it went right over them. You know, so many things. He, he, Shimon was taken out right away. Shimon didn't tell the other brothers. He sat them in order. He told them what their cribs looked like. Chazal gives so many hints that he was saying. <coughs> and yet, they didn't get it. So what do the brothers think now? Last time they were here, he was screaming at them. They're maraglin, they're screaming. And then they came back and they had his money. And he says, sit down, have a drink, enjoy, make yourself at home. What are the brothers thinking? What does this guy want from us? What is he giving us to drink for? He, he, he hates us. He thinks we're maraglin. Ah. Says the Maharal, they thought this was part of the plan. Yosef wanted to know the head wanted to know deep down if they had something to hide. When you want to see if somebody has something to hide, what do you do? How do you get out their kishkes? Nichnas yayin, yatsasot. And the brother said, if we don't drink the wine, then he's really going to think that we have something to hide. So we don't have a choice in the matter. And that's why they had a drink. Says the Maharal, ingenious. Lefichach. Who wrote that Lishtosi Manu Yayin Ki Nichnas Yayin Yatsasod? They have to drink the wine because those was going to come out afterwards. Vam is being Mosan of a Dibur Acher and and Vayachber Mosan of Kachu Kavanaso V'Yamru Heimim Lo Nishtef We don't drink Yomar Lekachin Atem Rotsam Lishtos I know why Sheirei Matav Kitiglu Social Achem You're gonna you're gonna spill you know you're gonna reveal what your true intention is Adaraba Nishti Mo Yayin Vinishkar, you know what? Let's drink and show it we have nothing to hide. And that's why they drunk. When we're drunk, we'll see that nothing else comes out. That's the Maharal's creative shot, figuring out why they drunk, even though they didn't know it was Yosef. Good. Fine. One final point related to <coughs> the Parsha. And that is a Maharal Diskin. Maharal Diskin always has sharp thoughts. One of the early Briskarovs. 
Says the Maharal Diskin, we have the section at the end of the parsha. Yoshev sets them up. He puts his kos in Binyamin's knapsack, and the pasuk says, "Vayimaharu, vayaridu ishas amtachto artsa, vayiftuch ish amtachto." Everybody open their knapsacks. Vayichapes bagadol hechel uvakaton kila, and he searched. Started with the big one and ended with the small one. So who's the god? Who's the god? So Rashi says, oh, to make sure that they wouldn't think that he knew where it was. He started the opposite end and then he went straight down. A little unusual. Why doesn't it just say he started with Ruvay and ended with Binyamin? It says, as if we don't know who these people are. So, okay, not the biggest question, but the Maral Diskin says that he once saw a Medrash, we don't know where this Medrash is, but he once saw a Medrash that Godol here means Shimon, not Ruvain. Godol means Shimon. If you look at the Targum Yonasan, he says Ruvain he started with and Binyamin he ended with. That's the Pashtus, the Pashtus shot. Ruvain was the Godol. But there's a Medrash that says Shimon. Why did he start with Shimon? Why Shimon? Ruvain. So says the Maharal Diskin, we have to go back a Pasuk. We have to go back a Pasuk. If you go back to Pasuk Ches, and then we'll read the Maharal Diskin. Pasuk Ches earlier, what happens? Yosef sends somebody out to catch them. Vayidaber alehem. And the person tells them, you took, you took the coast. Vayomri love, and they say, Lama yidaber adoni katvar ma'ila. What are you saying? We would never do such a thing. You know what the proof is that we would never do such a thing? The money that we found in our knapsacks that was mistakenly put back, we brought back to you. After all this time, that shows we're honest. You see we're honest. We're going to steal something? We have, but we had stuff at home that we brought back to you, so of course we're not going to take something from you. It's a kavachomer. Says Rashi, right there on Pazaches, Ze'echad me'asara kavachomer is batorah. This is one of the kavachomers in the Torah. Again, the brothers say to Yosef Shliach, what, we're going to take it? Of course we're not going to take it. We brought you back money. Of course we're not going to take the kos. So they denied it. There's no answer to that kavachomer. The shliach didn't argue with it. As if he, to say he accepted it. It's a good kavachomer. Says the Maharal Diskin, let's get back to our Pasuk. He checked with, and what does the Pasuk say? He checked, Bagadol Hechel Uvakaton Kila. Shimon and Binyamin. It doesn't even say he went from Shimon all the way to Binyamin. It just says, he started here and ended here. Maybe there was only two. Maybe he only checked Shimon and Binyamin. Why? They were the only two that this Kavachomer doesn't apply to. Says the Maral Diskin, what was the Kavachomer? What did they say, the brothers say? It's impossible that any of us took it because we brought back the pouches that were put in our knapsack. So what does the Shliach say? Yes, Shimon didn't go back with you. Binyamin wasn't with you the first time. So that's Svara that the brother said to the shliach of Yosef doesn't apply to Shimon and doesn't apply to Binyamin. And that's why this medrash that he quotes says that's the Godel and that's the Katan. The Yesh Lafarish Kavanas Rabbo say, no, now let's read it. The Godel was Shimon. 
They didn't check all the brothers. Just these two, Shimon and Binyamin. Why? Because of, <coughs> of the Kalvachomer that was mentioned in the previous Pasik, line 12. It was a good one. So the Shliya says, you're right. Ruvain, Levi, Yehudi, Yisachas, and all of them, I'm not going to check your stuff because why would you, if you brought back money, you know, so then I'm not going to check your Shimon, he didn't bring anything back. He was with me the whole time. Binyamin, he didn't get any money back. He didn't come the first time. I'll check those two. And that's Shimon and that's Binyamin. That's a moral disc. Okay, we continue now. Moving right along to Shabbos Hanukkah. Again, Miket is always Shabbos Hanukkah. Okay, two smaller thoughts and one larger thought on Hanukkah. And then we'll end with a one-liner about Miket. So we did Hanukkah, Miket, Hanukkah, Miket. Here we go. Says the Kedushas Levi. Reb Levi Yitzchak mi bar Ditchev. Source number nine. We say in the bracha by the Shem that we'll say tomorrow night. Asher, uh, <coughs> first bracha is Vada Ner Shachanukah. And the second bracha is Shasa Nisim Lavosenu, Bayamim Ahem, Bazman Hazeh. Says the Kedushas Levi on a deeper level. Something to think about as we say that bracha. Miracles, much of the time throughout history, what we call miracles, open miracles, they're above time. They're above Zman. They're above this world. Kimonise Mitzrayim, Viyamsuf, Viyardain, Vikalhanisim Hayalamalaminateva. It was above nature. Masha'ekim, when it comes to the Nes Chanukah, the war, not talking about the Shemin right now, the war, Upurim Hayu It was within nature, the war, and of course the Purim story. The Chashmonayu Banav Asu Milchama, the Chashmonay made a war, Upurim Haysa Esther Amalka, Vilachain, that's why on these two holidays, we say, Bechanukah Sha'asa Nisim, Bechulu, Bazman, what does it mean? Dinisim bizman in zman, not just in this time. It means Ratzalomer betoch hazman shehu olam hazeh betoch hateva asanisim shakol haya meito yizbarach. Even though it was all bederach hateva, the war miracle and Purim, we know it's from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Baruch Ato Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam. What type of nisim? In this zman, in this olam, those type of nisim. Not me'al zman, not me'al hateva. nikra chanukah. That's even <coughs> another reason why it's called chanukah. The name of chanukah. Sharabaseinu amru. Chazal tell us. Rashi quotes at the beginning of Parshas Matos. There's two levels of nevuah. There's Koa Marashem and there's Zehadavar. Rashi there says, Koa Marashem is not full clarity. That's all other Nevi'im, Koa Marashem. Only Moshe Rabbeinu is Zochet to Zehadavar. Clarity of vision. Ko means not so clear. Chanukah is Chanu. We encamped on a Yantif of Ko where there wasn't the clarity of a Zehadavar, of a Nes Nigla that were like the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. 
Moshe Rabbeinu had the Mon and Kriyas Yamsuf and the Yardin right afterwards, Yoshua. But Lakein Nikra Chanukah, Ratzalomar, Chanukah, Bebchinas Kohaya Chanisam. This was their encampment and their resting. Dahainu. Nuchasam Shahaya, Hanes, Bisoch, Hatefa. And that's what we can think about in the bracha that we say, Sha'asa Nisim Lavosedu, Hemesban Azeh, Olam Azeh, in this world. <coughs> Just related, of, uh, this is source number 10. Again, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but the emphasis of the Tushas Levi is that we have to remember that Hanukkah is about a celebration of Torah. The comment of the Lavush that the Mishnah Brewer quotes in explaining the reason why Purim has a chi of Su'uda while Hanukkah does not have a chi of Su'uda, right? Sufganiyot is a minhag. It is not a chi of, it's a nice minhag, but it's not a, it is a minhag because, again, there are various reasons given. The Lavush is the one that's mostly quoted. The Lavush says because on Purim there was the physical danger of annihilation and therefore we have a physical celebration. Hanukkah, has a, had a spiritual danger. They don't want to kill us. Just give away Torah. And, and you know, you can be with us. You can Hellenize. And therefore, we have the spiritual salvation, the spiritual takana. To do what? To light candles, which is, which is a spiritual activity. But also, we have to make sure, Talmud Torah. We have to make sure that we don't forget to have divrei Torah throughout the Yantif. I saw a nice minog that was quoted in one of the Svar recently that right out, it's very hard to do, but alavai, we should all be able to do it, to have a two-minute Dvar Torah after lighting candles every night. A different child in the family. This should be assigned a night that's theirs, right after the Hanukkah, if you dance by Moser, whatever it is, two minutes. Two minutes, alavai, maybe we should all try to do it, maybe we'll be successful some of the nights before everybody runs away. Right? But at least have a two minutes where everybody listens to somebody else in the family a nice minag, but that'll be, because that, that's what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the gift of Torah. Okay, but you can feel free to read the Kedushas Alevi's words um, in source number 10. But now let's get to the major thought I wanted to put in about Hanukkah. And that's the thought of Rav Chaim Shulevitz. We mentioned this in a drusha on Shabbos Hanukkah a couple of years ago, but it's right here. It's a gorgeous vart, and I gave you the whole piece here from the Sichas Musr. Let's just do part of it outside. So, let's focus on the other miracle for a moment. The miracle of the Neis Pach Hashemen. Neis Pach Hashemen, <coughs> as Rav Chaim Shvulevitz, forget halachically, but hashkafically, why does Hashem have to do the Neis for us? What was the purpose of the Neis of the Pach Hashemen? V'yishlis bonein badavar, line 7. Hare ba'osozman, at that moment in time, B'nai Yisrael were on the verge of spiritual annihilation. The Kohanim Gedolim were terrible. There were many Jews that were Hellenizing, and we were losing. And all of a sudden, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does an amazing miracle for us. Ulech and he says, Adas no senes, and if you want to make a, a fuss, you want to make a focus, you should focus on the war like we were just talking about. But we make it such a big deal about the Neros. We have the whole Takana of Hanukkah is Neros. So why do we focus on that? We know halachically maybe we didn't even need the Neis to Mohotrib at Sibor. Says of Chayesh I'll ask you another couple of questions. First question from last week's Parsha. Yosef Atzadik. He's put into the caravan of Ishmaelites. Yosef goes down with the Ishmael to Mitzrayim. Asks Rashi, what do I care 
that the Ishmaelim were carrying Nechos Sarivalot. Perfumes. What do I need to know that for? And also, that's pretty unusual. They don't usually carry that. Vahalo Rashi says, Usually they carry oros, hides, which smell disgusting, and itron, which according to some tanam, you can't even use for Shabbos candles, that fuel, because they stink so much, you're going to leave the Shabbos table. So what does Chazal say? Ah, Yosef is being sold. Hashem wanted to make the travel smell okay. He didn't want to give Yosef such a bad odor on the way down. You know, it's a tough trip. You know, it's, uh, they didn't have any uh, so many pit stops along the way. So, it smelled nice. Yosef Mitzadik was just through one of the most harrowing experiences of his life. He was stuck in a pit with snakes and scorpions. He didn't know if he would get out alive. All of a sudden, he slept out of the pit and he says, oh, thank God, they're having Rahmanis on me. And what is he? He's thrown to a bunch of Arabs and now he's down on his way to Egypt. My brothers hate me. My father maybe hates me because my father sent me to my brothers in Shechem. Maybe he knew this whole thing. They kn- so he's pretty depressed. And, and because it smells not, it smells a little good, that it's going to make him feel better. Says of Chaim throughout history, many times, this is his Yesod, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will do a nace for someone or a group of people just to show that he loves them. A little kiss. A divine kiss. And that's what he was giving Yosef. Yosef was going down HaKadosh Baruch couldn't change the whole world right now. He did a little something. Just to show Yosef, I'm with you. Yosef, don't be so despondent. I'm going to be with you throughout this ordeal. That's why it smelled like perfumes. <coughs> Top of the next page. L'chor HaKadosh Baruch Malam Yosef gives up hope. At this time, HaKadosh Baruch gives him a little nace. Don't worry about it. And where else do we see this? Another amazing example. Line 16. David HaMelech. David HaMelech takes his slingshot and he hits Goliath in the forehead. The stone gets lodged in his forehead. It hits him in the forehead and the Pazak says he falls forward. Forward. He falls backwards. Got hit in the forehead, should fall backwards. Lo Rashi, Rashi there in Sefer Shmuel. Lo haya lo lipal el lachora. Tra mitzchah huka ella kedesha lo yitzayer david leleich lachtoches rosho. David Amalek is going to have to schlep to the other side of Goliath to cut off his head. I mean, that's a schlep. So he falls forward, so he falls right in front of David, and he's able to cut off his head right in front of him. Esr of Chayim Shmuel Levitz. Goliath is dead. David succeeded in extra three minutes to get to the top of Goliath, however long it'll take. Kodesh Baruch wants to give David a little kiss. He does a little extra nace for him to give him that. Another example, the Arachayim HaKadosh says on the Pasuk in Sefer Bracious, line 27, Sana Enecha Ure'eh Pick up, Lift up your eyes, Avraham, says Hashem. And look from the place where you are standing, north, south, east, west. It says the Yerachayim HaKadosh. Isn't that unusual? 
from the exact spot that Avram was standing and looking, he's going to be able to see all four directions, by looking at one spot, lift up your eyes and see. So you might have just said, he's going to look around. Says the Arachayim HaKadosh, no. Arachayim Baruch did for Avram Avinu. He told him to look in a certain area, and then he rotated the world around. So that Avram Avinu could see all the directions as he's looking in one direction. Kan asolo neis atzum. It's a huge neis. Sheyucha liros mitzafon ledaron mimizrach lemayrev mimakom echad miblisha yitzrach lesovev. Why do you do this? Avram Avinu, this is Eretz Yisrael. Avram Avinu, I have a present for you and I want to give it to you. So it's Yosef and the spices. It's David Amelech and Goliath. It's Avram Avinu and the Arachayim Hakadosh. And he even gives a mashal to explain this. Imagine, he says, at the top of the next page, on page six, he says, imagine a father loses a diamond, loses a, 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 a yahalom, and he says, oh, it's the Yerusha. What am I going to do? And everybody's crazy. Where's the diamond? Where's the diamond? And everybody's looking and looking and looking and looking. And finally, one of the little boys finds it. And he says, Abba, Abba, I found the diamond. The father goes over and gives the child a little kiss. Everybody in the family is happy. The diamond was found. But that little boy is even extra happy because he got the kiss. He got the special touch of the father. And that's what all of these examples show. And he gives other examples as well. But just turning over now to the end, that's Hanukkah. The nace of Hanukkah, at the end of the piece on line 11, <coughs> the Milchama, yes, the Milchama Kodesh basically had to save us if you wanted the Jewish people to continue. But the nace of Napach Shemen, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, he's giving Bnei Yisrael during that time period where it was so dark and all the Beis HaMikdash, remember the Bayesheni itself, Bechlal, wasn't like Bayes Rishon. There wasn't an Aaron in the, in the Kodesh Kadashim. There was no Aaron, there was no Shechina. It was, it was lowly to start with. Put that together with all the Rishayim and all the Misyavnim. Kodesh Baruch Hu gives them the Nes Pach Hashem to say, I'm still with you, and time is going to get better. So that's what we think about <coughs> as we prepare for Chanukah Haba'aleinu Latova. And just to end with going back to Miketz, another one-liner by the Chavetz Chaim. I think I mentioned this in the past, but the Chavetz Chaim says, when Yosef was reported to Paro, the Saramashkin finally remembered, and he remembers Yosef at Tzadik. What does the Pasuk say? Source 13. Vayishlach Paro Vayikras Yosef Vayiritsuhu Min Habor. What does he do? He sends for Yosef and he's Yuritsuhu. doesn't just say Vayya'alehu. Vayuritsuhu. From the word rots. Quickly. He got him out of the pit. Says the Chafetz Chaim. That's a Maisa Avo Simon Labanim for every Geula that's going to happen. L'chalzman. Ukeshemagia Keitz Azman Miyuad. Hain Latov. Hain Lamutav. Hain HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mispamea. Afrega Echad. Yosar Al Azman. When the moment of Geula is at hand, there's nothing delaying it. It's going to happen like the blink of an eye. Vayiritsu minabor mikivon shetamazman. The time was finished for Yosef to be there. Exactly. He's pulled out. Sheyosef vayzorchli as beis vasurim vayiritsu minabor. 
So too, says the Chavetz Chaim, when the time for our Geul is going to come, <coughs> Hashem will not wait a moment. The Pasuk says, Pitom, immediately, suddenly, without warning. Even quotes, that's why, what do we sing? What does the Pasuk say at the end of the, the end of the Navi? Hine Anochi Sholech Lachem is Elio Navi. Hashem doesn't say, Hine Anochi Eshlach Lachem. It's not a future. Okay, when the time comes, I'll, I'll get around to sending. No, Sholeach Lachem. Sholeach is, he's, he's sent. He's there, it's, it's Hove. He's, he's waiting, he's ready to go. It's not that Hashem's going to have to decide, oh, okay, who's going to wear, where's Mashiach? No, Hinea Nochi Sholeach, I'm sending. Right, Bonei Yerushalayim. He's in the process. So right when the time comes, he's going to send the Mavaser, he's going to send the Geula, and Chanukah. Chag Ha'urim should bring us light, not just the light of the candles, but the light of the Geula, Be'er Hashem, and we should see the neighbors of the Beis HaMikdash, Bimher of Yamein.